So we have the great Angel Manfredi here. You know what? You were one of my favorite people to uh, watch and emulate growing up. You're only a few years older than me. Um, I spoke to you wow, a while, ago, a while back. We got to spar one time. Um, I think I'm not 100% sure. I think you cracked my tooth. But uh, what I liked about you, it was how you had everything down packed. You really had everything down packed. You were a counterpuncher, which was dangerous. Every time I fought someone that had a counterpuncher, that was always dangerous for me. And you had a sneaky right hand, you know, and that jab, that you were moving that jab around. You, were, you had great footwork. You had a nice tight defense. You had the bob and weave. You, you used to you know, blocked with your hands. You, you, you had so much to deal with as a fighter. I remember going to uh, to see you fight. It was actually to see Arturo Gotti fight because I was very good friends with him. And I was cheering for him and, and everything. And you're there giving him a beating. Yep. And I was like, oh, man, Andrew is doing everything he did to everybody I ever seen him do. That jab, the, the uppercuts. <laughs> You know, you had good body shots. You had good power. I mean, the record speaks to for itself. I think you had, uh, what, uh, 42 victories, 38 knockouts, and six losses. 32. Yeah, that, that's, that's, you had power. You had yeah. power. You know, and with you, you were very clever and very tricky. Like, you could punch. You could go toe to toe. You used to shift. You know how to grab. Like, you... I really want to know how did you become a boxer? How, how did you how did you start? You had a I think your amateur record was forty eight and eight. Yeah, I was I was uh, I started at nine years old, getting off the streets at nine years old at the young age, you know, because I was always fighting kids. From the, I was born in Gary, Indiana, and uh, but I came to East Chicago, Indiana. That's where I was fighting a lot. So, so uh, who was your coach? Who was the guy when you went to to, to the ring, so or to the gym, right? The first time you went to a boxing gym, uh, and be, even before that, even before that. Who was it? Juan Ortiz. Juan Ortiz. Okay, and. Uh, and he had a lot of fighters, or what, what made you want to train with him? Uh, my dad took me to his gym after I beat somebody up from the, from the projects. He took me to his gym, and uh, I started, I, I, I sparred with a guy named Jesus Fuentes, and he, he was already boxing at the time. And I, I sparred with him my first day at the gym. I got knocked down three times. I got off the floor and pointed everywhere and said, I'm going to be world champion. They laughed at me. <laughs> I was laughed at my whole life. That I wasn't going to be nothing. That I wasn't going to accomplish nothing. And here I am. I'm in the National Auto Fight this year. This month, I'll be inducted to the National Auto Fight. It's an honor. Congratulations, well, champ. Yeah, congratulations, and as well uh, do, man. I mean, you fought everyone from Steve Johnston to uh, uh, Paul Spartaphora to Arturo Gotti. 
um, Floyd Mayweather, mm-hmm. um, you know, Juan Diaz. Juan Di- I beat Juan Diaz in the amateurs. And, you know, he had a very good professional yeah. career. But I, I, I don't think they should start the Mayweather fight. I really don't think they should start the Mayweather fight. I was very disappointed in how they judged that fight. But he caught it with a good shot. But uh, they still should have stopped the fight. And you know what? I watched that fight, and I know, and I know, I read a lot of stuff that you said you you weren't hurt or anything like that it was premature, and uh, you know you were the guy to beat basically because he's he was defending the belt for the first time, so you were his first title defense. Uh, he beat Gerard Hernandez, then he went against you, and I remember he landed a good shot, right? And yeah, he did. right hand, yeah, right hand, and he threw a lot of flurries, but a lot of it hit here, and. Yeah. What people don't see is that you were doing this, you were doing this, you were shoulder rolling, you were, you know, they didn't give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, dude, I, I thought that it was very tough for, for Mayweather, and uh, I was very disappointed with, with, the, with the referee, and uh, I was very disappointed with the, with the decision. Now, now, question, have you seen Mayweather since, since your fight? Okay. All right. Um, I say that because he did make a comment on YouTube um, about when he was in the light divisions and he was fighting all the great fighters, and he just kind of went off on, on things like, I fought Diego Corrales, I fought uh, Jose Luis Castillo, uh, um, Angel Man Freddy. You know, so the fact that he mentioned you, you know, it's, it's, it's great. I mean, they have him, some people as the greatest fighter of all time, some people the greatest of the last 20 years. Some people will have him as the greatest defender. You know, for me, I don't have him as none of those. He's definitely a Hall of Famer. <laughs> He's a big Mayweather fan. But I have him as the greatest money guy. The, the best guy to make money was him. You know, I, I thought other guys were better. He really invested his money well. He took care of his money. Like like me, I didn't do that because I was the Diablo at the time. So I was partying. I was doing drugs, I was messing around women, uh, I was I was a lost soul, you know what I'm saying? Then I came to find Christ, and uh, that's when I got born again, I got baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost. I got born again, and, and uh, I haven't been the same ever since. Let's let's talk about that real quick, champ. Uh, when when did you make that that transition? What what sparked that that change?
looking right at him. I couldn't even move. I was trying to move. I couldn't move. And God said, don't worry, he's coming to you. And here he comes. The pastor was Pastor Otano. And I looked at him. I said, I already know what I need to do. I need to be birthed in Jesus' name. I never been birthed in Jesus' name. So I was the third one. Which is three is my favorite number. I was the third one to get baptized in Jesus' name. What year did you get baptized? Uh, I was baptized in 2012. Ten years later. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it, it, it's funny. It was on December two, uh, December 2nd, mm -hmm. 2012. Two. So it was all 222. Two, two. Yep. And then I bought, a, I bought a Derek Jeter shirt, but without the name Derek Jeter. But just the gray one with the number two. Just kind of like symbolize that moment. Live two lives. Two lives, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The greatest thing of all is being filled with the Holy Ghost and being baptized in Jesus' name. There ain't no greater feeling than that. Because I always got, I always did drugs, I always partied, I went to raves. Uh, I was crazy when I was out of jail. When you know, when I was out of jail, no, I never lost. Mm. I didn't want to, I didn't wear a mask for me whether I was holding it in my hand I threw it out to the audience when I fought Mayweather because God was dealing with me in my soul and and uh, after the fight you know after what happened you know saying I came back and I, I fought Ivan Robinson after Ivan Robinson was talking stuff that he beat Gotti twice that he's the one that really beat Gotti And he said, I'll fight Matt Freddy. He said, I said, what? I said, okay. So I took care of Ivan Robinson. After the Ivan Robinson fight, they said, who do you want to fight? I said, bring on Mayweather. Fight me now, Mayweather. I couldn't make 130. Fight me at 135. He wouldn't fight me. He wouldn't give me the opportunity. And we said, I was very disappointed about that. But that's boxing, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I came back with El Diablo with Ivan And you knocked him out. No, I didn't knock him out. I won a unanimous decision. Oh, who was it that you knocked out? You knocked out somebody uh, that was pretty big. Gotti. No, no, no Gotti. Beat, beat, beat the crap out of him. You know, I lost, I lost $150 on the Gotti fight with another friend of mine. And so I, I didn't like you that day. <laughs> I, I didn't like you that day. Then I got to spar with you. And, uh, and I, he, like, he broke like, your tooth. Well, it wasn't broken. It was like a like a like a, a chip. It was weird. It was like a crack. And for like months, I couldn't really chew on that side. Mm. And it's funny because recently they just removed that tooth. Mm -hmm. And I always remember, it's like I, I think it was because they threw my friend's <laughs> <up> the, <gun. laughs> the guy, the lady said it was an infection, but I, I don't know. I just it was just weird. Yeah. So, um. Question: Who was your favorite fighters growing up? Who did you idolize? I idolized Julio Cesar Chavez. Wow, a Puerto Rican. He, 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 he was eighty something and all with seventy something knockouts, and uh, you know, saying he was the best in my eyes at the time when I was fighting. I felt he was the best pound for pound. 
at the time have 80-something fights and 70-something knockouts and zero losses. I thought that he was the best. I analyzed his style, his technique, and I tried to study his style, his technique. And because of my style, my technique, and my that's, that's amazing because you're, you're Puerto Rican and Puerto Ricans usually go against the Mexicans. Yeah, Puerto Rican and, Mexican. And, and, but Chavez was, in Puerto Rico, he was huge. It's not about Puerto Rican, it's not about Mexican, it's not about black, it's not about white. Color don't mean nothing to me. You know what I'm saying? It's all about your soul, who you are as a person. That's what drives me. That's what convinces me who, 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 who the best pound for pound or who the best in the world my Jesus you know what I'm saying I mean it, it's all about being positive and doing right I remember watching Chavez in Puerto Rico in Adesivo in my uncle's little bar and he was fighting I believe Camacho and uh, yeah, yeah and I, I told everybody that Chavez and, the, and everyone in that bar mm-hmm. was cheering for Chavez. Oh, man. I was like, wait a minute. Oh, man. Where's the Puerto Rican rara? <laughs> listen, people love Chavez over there. They respect him. Yeah, like they Salvador still, Sanchez. They still and, do. They still do. Tough, tough guy. Now, how, how about now, Angel? Who who you like now? Who you think is, like, incredible, like, above everybody else? You know, uh, I kind of like Devontae Davis. Mayweather promotes him. Um, I like Davis. I like his style. I like his technique. I like his punching power. Uh, I really think, uh, as well as uh, Spence, Earl Spence, you saw what did to you guys. Uh-huh. And I told, I told my wife, because my wife was going for you guys, and I said, no, Spence is going to get that blood. Uh-huh. And uh, exactly what Spence did, he got that button. I think Spence is going to beat uh, Crawford, too. Uh-huh. Uh, I really feel Spence is the bottom best right now. That's a super fight. Crawford and yeah. him is a super yeah. fight. Yeah, you, you're the first person I heard give uh, Spence that respect, uh, pound for pound number one right now. What do you think of Tyson Fury this week with Dylan White? Also, also Fury, Fury is a good fighter as well. Uh, so I, it's, I have three. You know, three is my favorite number. But, <laughs> you know, I have three pound for pound as my number one. As far as heavyweights, Fury is very skilled, good technique, good power. He's a all-around good fighter. Is there anybody you sparred in the in the past, like a Pacquiao or or um, anybody that was great or good that you know you want to talk about? Benavidez brothers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I sparred with them. You know what I'm saying? But that that was a while ago. But I don't, I don't even remember. You know what I'm saying? I don't even remember. My wife told me that I sparred with them. So. I don't remember a lot, you know Do you still do the boxing routines? Do you still, like, stay in shape? I, I, I train. I train. I train uh, clients, I call them. Uh-huh. Because they're not fighters, you know 
Chan, what do you got? What do you got to tell any young fighter that's coming, coming into boxing that wants to be a pro, wants to get into the fight game? Trick you. Um, 
I was in the gym for like three hours, uh, six days a week, and uh, sparring three, three to four different sparring guys with different styles, different power, bigger than me, and you know, just totally dedicated, man. Just totally dedicated. How many miles a day were you doing? Uh, three miles a day, six days a week. Uh, did you? How many? How many rounds were you sparring a week? Uh, was, man, I was I was sparring a lot. I I, I couldn't tell you the number, but uh, it was a lot. It was a lot. Uh, I dropped guys with sixteen ounce gloves. You know that's what we spar with sixteen ounce gloves. Mm -hmm. I dropped guys with body shots. I mean, I cracked the guy's rib with a body shot. You cracked uh, the guy's tooth also? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, you just got to be dedicated to the sport. You just got to, your heart's got to be there. What do, you, what do you tell the fighters that you train? Uh, you know, like, as far as Shadow boxing. I have two. I have two. I, I tell them, I say, I said, you guys can really be something. I see it in you, but you just got to give your whole heart to the game. And uh, some of them are, are just two. One of them that I really know that he can be something. He, he plays football. He plays basketball. He, he, he still don't know in his mind that he can be a awesome fighter you know, so that's what he should be concentrating on but he's still he, he's still 16 years old so he's still young and he still needs to grow needs to mature and needs to know that boxing is, is what he's, he's I feel he's gifted in it mm -hmm. there's not too many fighters that I train that are gifted I call them clients because uh, that's all they are, clients, you know what I'm saying? I, I train them to lose weight. I train them for technique, for defense, for offense. I train them for all that, but uh, just one, just mainly one guy, you know, 16-year-old that I got, he, he's uh, he's very gifted, but, uh, but uh, he still don't know where he's at right now. He still don't. He's not on solid ground right now. He still don't know what he wants to do. You know what I'm saying? See, I always knew as a kid at nine years old, I was, uh, fighting was what I wanted to do. Because I love fighting. I used to fight on the streets, be in the projects, hang out with my friends, and fight on the streets. And, and when I came to boxing at nine years old, I fell in love. And I, after get knocked down three times, I, I told him, I told him all, I said, I'm going to be world champion. The Bible says that death and life is in the power of the tongue. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. So when I said, I'm going to be world champion, guess what? I became world champion, knocking out Calvin Grove to become the world champion. Amen. Uh, Angel. And I, and, I, and I defended my belt seven times in South Africa and all over the how many how many rounds were you sparring per day? I mean, I'm sorry, not sparring, shadow boxing. Shadow boxing, uh, shadow boxing about 
Man, I have... No, nobody likes to shadow box anymore. I tell this to people here. I used to do eight rounds of shadow boxing. You did a little more. But all the old school guys, like, from 1999 and down, are like you and me. Eight rounds and up sparring. Uh, shadow boxing. Yeah. Here, they want to do three or not even nothing and want to go spar. It's, just, it's, not, it's not like that. You know? Yeah, it's, 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 it's sad, you know what I'm saying? That they, they uh, don't look at shadow boxing as being something, a um, part of training. Where shadow boxing is very important, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Extremely important. Yeah, even what you talked about earlier, like watching boxing, like a lot of guys, it surprises me, and it's so amazing that they don't even watch boxing at all. Like they don't, they don't watch boxing. They don't study fighters. They don't study the old school fights. And like you said, you was going back watching Chavez and all those other guys. Like I told the people today, and they're like, "Oh, I don't watch boxing." <laughs> it's like, how? <laughs> Boxing, your job, you gotta study it. If you're not gonna study it, why do you do it? I you're agree. You think you're gonna accomplish in, in your life without studying and putting into practice what you look at, what you see, and doing it. Doing it, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's what it's all about. Angel, you. You had a situation in your life. Um, I mean, if you don't want to talk about it, we'll change the subject. That's fine. But uh, you overdosed in cocaine. And you you were trying to commit suicide, right? No, I never overdosed. I never overdosed on cocaine. Uh, I did a lot. I did a very lot. But I never OD'd on it. Uh, I never went to the hospital because of it. I was in the hospital one time because I went straight to a telephone pole which you can see the scar on my forehead. Mm-hmm. And and I was on drugs and guess what? I tested negative. And and after after the car accident I nicknamed myself the old diablo, the devil. And it was during my career. Who, who who was the toughest fighter you ever fought in the pros? Well, I mean, uh, I tip my head off to Mayweather. He's a good fighter, but I don't think he, at the time, he was the toughest. I really felt uh, Arturo was the toughest at the time. But, uh, and I knew that I could beat him, and I knew I was going to beat him. And I told him to his face what was going to happen before it happened. And it happened exactly what I said, how I beat him. Uh, you got it, I feel, was the toughest of the time. You fought another guy that I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I went for him also, and I bet it push-ups, and I was doing push-ups for almost a, a whole month. Wilson <laughs> Rodriguez. Who fought Arturo Gatti, Wilson Rodriguez, Wilson the, Rodriguez. the Spaniard. And yeah, he was beating Arturo Gatti. I mean, he was pummeling him until Gatti got him with that body shot and then the hook. And then you fought him. And I said, nah, this guy is good. This guy's going to be Angel. And you beat him also. So, 
But how was he? How was he as a fighter uh, with you? You made him look easy. And then Let's you could you could uh how, how we do this again? Oh my god! <laughs> gotta text him a, a new link. You gotta send him a whole new one. And then, oh here, here we go. We got him again. Go. Sorry, that was my daughter. <laughs> there you go, brother. Is it recording? Check. Yeah, we good. Yeah, my daughter, my daughter called call me. Oh man. Uh, anything you want to ask, Angel? No, I mean, I, I, I definitely want to give you give you your flowers, man. Like, you you got a you got an inspiring story. Like, to do what you did while you like like you said, like you were on drugs and doing all these these crazy things, and you were still winning fights. You were still you still had the title. Like, you were still doing those things, and to to climb out of that and be where you are today, still pushing, training people, and like you said, you found God. Like. There's a story to tell. Um, so it's like it's a movie. It's like I'm waiting for somebody to say, "Hey, let's do a movie on your story yeah. of your life." Yeah, I'll, I'll, it, 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 it's, it's a testimony that, that that people need to hear. You know, saying life, you know, saying and what life has to offer you. You know, say you have you know, you have the whole world before you, mm-hmm. and the whole world over. Being a devil, 
people, I had fans all over the world, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I fought all over the world too as well, you know what I'm saying? I've been to Africa, I've been to Canada, I've been all the way to, to the United States, you know what I'm saying? I fought all over the world, you know what I'm saying? And I give all praise to my God, Jesus Christ. Because without him, I wouldn't be here to this day. I wouldn't be here to this day. I wouldn't be here to talk to you. I wouldn't be here to remember what I remember or do what I do or accomplish what I have accomplished throughout my life, throughout mm-hmm. my career. When is your induction weekend? What, what day? Uh, the, I believe the 21st. The 21st, 22nd. Uh, oh. it's on the, I believe it's on the Sunday. On June? Of, of, of April. Oh, April. So that's this that's week. This weekend. That's this weekend. Yeah. This weekend. Yeah, this weekend. I, I, I won't be able to make it. I'm not going to be able to make it, but I'm, I'm going to have a video of me uh, talking and, uh, and all that. Dope. Because my, I'm taking care of my wife. She has the Lyme disease. Oh, man. We'll man. pray for her. Yeah. Yeah, please do, brother. I appreciate it. Uh, one more question, and I know you got to go, and, you know, I always appreciate your, your time and effort, and, you know, we've texted throughout the years here and there, but I'm definitely going to keep reaching out to you more. When you walk... You got my number, you got my number, you got my number, you yeah. call me anytime, anytime, yeah. you call me anytime, my brother. Um, you people, 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 well. people, uh, yes, people recognize you still when you walk around your neighborhood, like, yo, that's the champ. Nice. How did that feel like when people say that? Well, it, it feels good, you know, saying they remember me. It, it, it always feels good when people remember you. I was one of the highest rated fighters in the world. I got the highest rated on HBO against Ivan Robinson. That, yes, that that's is true. true. Yeah, that's true. Yep. And, and I, I, I just thank God what, what he put me in and how he, how he made me. I thank God for my story. The story has to get out. I'm, 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 maybe you can help me get this story out. Yeah, yeah. To make, to make a movie on it. Hey, I think you should. That movie idea. Hold on to that because you got you got something there for real. Yeah. I I, I always tell people. Angel, I'm sorry to cut you, but I always tell people all the time, there's so many stories from so many fighters, and they keep repeating either Mike Tyson or Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Or, I mean, there's hundreds, so many great, hundreds, so many hundreds great stories. stories. Yeah. And and they can make big things out of this, because it's not like inventive stories. It's like yeah. great stories. Yeah, and it'll and, help people. And it'll help people, and it's it's... I mean, boxing is a violent sport, so you would think that they want to see it because it's violent, there's people punching each other, you know, superstars, celebrities, mm-hmm. you know. So, I mean, I'm going to ask my friend who's a writer. I don't know if he likes to write anything about boxing. He does a lot of writing, you know, for movies and things like that. Yeah, I'm going to ask him. It, it doesn't hurt for me to ask, right? So, you know, yeah. I'll definitely ask him. We're yeah. going to keep in contact. Zaire is going to edit this. He's going to fix it up, especially since my daughter just called. <laughs> and then kind of mash it up. And we're going to we're gonna let this drop when? 
Uh this will this will come out next next Thursday most likely. Next Thursday. Absolutely. We're gonna do it on the Instagram and, and uh Facebook too. Absolutely, yes, brother. Sir. And I definitely gonna probably visit you one day over there. You still in Indiana? Okay, one day we're going to take a trip out there or when we throw fights over here, if one of your kids wants to fight and you're able to come, maybe you could bring them down here. We'll match them up in the amateur show. Where are you at? We're in New York. Oh, New York. What part of New York? Mount Vernon, which is 50 feet from the Bronx. Yeah, right next to the Bronx. Oh, wow. it's, 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 wow. it's, one, it's one of the most hot spots in New York as far as crime. A lot of crime over here. A lot of crime over here, you know. But yeah. the gym. I'm like I'm like twenty miles from Gary, Indiana. There's a lot of crime in Gary, Indiana. Where mm-hmm. Michael Jackson was born, mm-hmm. where I was born, and uh, Gary is very rough as well. Yeah. One last question. I know you're Puerto Rican. Do you speak Spanish? Come on, man. Come on. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> does, does your wife, does, is your wife Puerto Rican? My wife's Puerto Rican, but she doesn't speak Asian. Oh, man. On your spare time, man, you got to start practicing. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I live in America, so. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Communicating uh, to you more. I'm gonna text you more. I'm gonna, you know. Yeah, I appreciate it, brother. I really do appreciate it. Man. And uh, it means a lot. I'm saying it means a lot. Going back and and how many years forward and all that too. I mean, I don't remember that day. You know what I'm saying? Sorry to say, I don't remember that day. I don't remember a lot, but I I, I do remember the main things in, in my life when I was quote unquote. Mm-hmm. I do remember a lot of that the time when I did, you know, saying it's crazy, man. It's it's just I, I tell myself all the time, like, man, how 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 thankful I am that I'm still alive. How thankful I am that I'm not I'm not you know slow. I, 
out at the road. You know, I I I do so much drugs. It's pathetic, you know what I'm saying? When I was out there, I don't know, man. I mean, I just, you know, I, I, I'm very thankful in my life. I have three beautiful kids. Angel, which was born on my birthday. My son. Get this. My, my, this is a story, too. My wife had two girls. And, uh. She was pregnant again. I said, I said, I said, you're going to get an abortion. You're going to kill this baby. I said, I don't want no more boys. So she had to set up to get the abortion the next day. That night I had a dream. And God showed me the dream. was my son. Oh. I, call, I, I woke up. I called her. I said, hey, where you going? She said, I'm going to get the abortion. I said, no, you're not. She said, why? I said, I had a dream. Oh, what you dream about, Angel? I said, God showed me the dream. my son. God, you're the devil. Not only was my son, it was one of my birthdays. Wow. Wow. Man. We got, I'm telling you, good stories. These are great stories. And this is going to help a lot of the kids, a lot of the kids growing up so they can see this, man. Because fighters now, even all these young prospects, Balanga and all these kids, they live in the dream with the money, but they don't They don't know. They don't know what's going to happen to the them. The other side. You know? The, yeah, they, they, they don't know. They don't know. Brother, I thank you and I pray yes. that your wife uh, heals in the name of Jesus. Speedy and, recovery. And, uh, you know, we're going to communicate with each other. And next week we're going to air this on Thursday. And we're going to keep posting it so hopefully a lot of people can view it. And I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. What's your name? Zaire. Thank you, brother. God Thank you. Your family. God bless you guys and your family. And uh, God bless this, this viewing of, of this interview. Thank Amen. you. Thank you, Angel. All right, brother. All right. May God bless. God bless.